Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, we're here to talk about three things that every freight broker must know about their freight broker bond. So why don't you guide us through that a little bit, and then we'll see how far we can get. Yeah, absolutely. Just kind of uh, to set the stage, I mean, the, the three things we're going to go over that, that when Dennis and I were talking about this, I, I really wanted to provide some some value to your students here and uh, use our expertise to, to, to give you guys some inside information and, and a, you know, uh, a good, clean explanation on some of these important topics. But we're going to go over first what the bond is and equally as important what it's not, because there's some common misperceptions as to what the bond does, who it protects. So I'm going to start with that. We're going to go over what a bond costs, the, the factors that, that are most heavily weighted in that, and tied to that, most importantly for your students, what you can do to save money, and then wrap things up by talking about one of the most critical elements of, of having a bond, and that's understanding how claims work and what your responsibility is in regards to you know, handling claim activity and, and staying on top of that. But um, let's let's dive right in if you're ready. Um, yeah, I'm all set. Tackle number one, let's right, go. So the BMC 84 bond, most people that are applying for a bond have never heard of a surety bond before. They see it as a checklist item. As, as your students know, there's a number of checklist things you need to go through, whether it's simple things like getting your DOT and MC number. But one of them that can be the most daunting checklist item for some applicants is the $75,000 BMC 84 bond. So for any freight broker that wants to get active broker authority, they have to post the $75,000 bond. And what this bond does, and, and I'll get to you know what it's not here in a second, but ultimately it's your, your way to demonstrate to the FMCSA and shippers and motor carriers that you're working with that you have financial responsibility. And the bond essentially guarantees payment to shippers and motor carriers in the event that you you know, violate some term of your contract. And most specifically, to simply put, it's, it's making sure that you're going to pay your motor carriers on time, proper amounts uh, per any contracts or agreements you go into. So, um, so that's what a bond is. It's important to understand what it's not. And what it's not is insurance. Most people know insurance. As soon as you drove a car, you had to get car insurance. There's a variety of different types of insurance that you're going to hold throughout your, your lifetime. Some are personal insurance items, and then some are for your business. When you get insurance, you pay a premium in exchange for protection for you and your business. Um, so you pay the premium, you're protected. Something happens, a claim gets triggered. Um, you know, the bond company steps in, pays the claim. You pay a deductible. That's how that works in most cases. With a bond, there's there's a there's a big difference. You're paying the premium, but the bond protects the shippers and motor carriers that you do business with in the event that you don't pay them. And so sometimes new freight brokers have a hard time understanding and like, well, why why does that? Why why am I required to pay for this? And that's bonds are required in all lines of business throughout the U.S. at the federal, state, and local level. It's typically to provide to provide protection and guarantee to consumers out there when you have a business that gets licensed. And in this case, the shippers and motor carriers, motor carriers most frequently are kind of filling that consumer role. So it's not it's like insurance for shippers and motor carriers that you, the freight broker, have to pay for. So that's the easiest way to, to understand that. And the last thing with regards to defining what a bond is you know, at the basic level that freight brokers need to understand is if the bond company has to pay out a legitimate claim on your behalf, you are required to reimburse them. So we, we, we refer to it sometimes as surety credit. 
It's not, hey, oh, I don't want to pay that, that, that motor carrier, so just put a claim against my bond. The bond company will pay for it. It doesn't work that way. Yes, if you don't pay someone and you're, you're not you know, complying with trying to get that issue resolved and the bond company has to pay out a claim, I mean, th that may very well happen, but they're then turning to you, the freight broker, to reimburse them. So um, you got to take these issues seriously. And, um, and we're, the, the third topic we're going to get to is specifically for claims. I just thought mentioning that as, you know, the, getting a basic understanding of the bond would be an important piece there. But um, yeah, I think the bond, I think that that's definitely a misconception that, that new brokers have, right? Joining the industry, they think it's an insurance policy. What it really is, is a guarantee to pay, right? That's really what it comes down to. Your, that bond demonstrates your ability uh, based on, you know, filling out an application and vetting you that you will pay that claim in the event that it is a legitimate claim. Because the reality is, if you as a broker sign a contract or a rate confirmation with a carrier and that carrier fulfills their obligations and you, for whatever reason, legitimate or illegitimate, decide not to pay them, okay, They're, they have the ability to file a claim against your bond. At that point, they're going to evaluate the validity of that claim and they're going to make a judgment call as to whether they believe you owe the money to the carrier or not. Now, if they file it, if they don't have the right paperwork, if they can't prove they moved the load, if they're just trying to file some fictitious claim, you'll never have to pay for it. But in the event that they have a valid claim, you will have to come out of pocket for that just as if you should, because if, if they did the service for you, then you owe the money, right? So it's really trying to prove again, like, like Vic said, your capability to manage finances and have some sort of credit ability as a startup. Because the fact is, is that most people that are getting these bonds for the first time are startups. And, you know, as a startup, there's risk for everybody, especially carriers. Carriers are carrying the most risk out of this whole deal, right? Even more than the brokers themselves, because setting up a broker business really isn't that expensive. So thank you for diving into that. That's important that you guys understand that. All right. So that's number one. What yep. about number two? So number two, um, one of the most common questions asked with someone that's doing this for the first time is what does this cost? So I want to go over to the best of my ability, you know, uh, an overview of, of what these are cost, what, what these costs on average, you know, what the current range is and the factors that go into determining what your cost is going to be and tied to that things that you can do as a freight broker to try to reduce your cost, whether it be getting the bond for the first time or at, at renewal. So I'll, I'll dive right in. Oftentimes people want to get an estimate um, you know, early in the process, like, hey, what, what does it cost? There's a lot of search query on, on in Google for what does a, a freight broker bond cost. It's a very difficult question to answer accurately because the range is quite large. Right now, 2021, the, uh, the current prices with strong applicant, good credit, some experience, you know, can be as low as the $900 range per year. And again, these, these are paid for on an annual basis typically. If you have damaged credit uh, and uh, other issues, the prices can be as high as $9,000 or more. So $900 to $9,000, that's a big range, especially if you're trying to properly plan for your business. And they, you know, prices can fluctuate. The range can fluctuate based on a number of factors that are outside of the, the you know, your control as an individual freight broker, such as loss ratios in the industry and other economic factors. But right now, currently, that's a safe range, $900 to $9,000 per year. So with that said, like, what are the factors that are uh, that are going to help determine this? The number one factor is the personal credit of the business owner. Personal credit is, you know, people have mixed mixed opinions on this, but personal credit 
is really it's it's a demonstration of your ability to pay people back on time and to kind of control your funds. Bond companies feel over time that there's definitely a correlation between the credit worthiness of an applicant and the likelihood of claims being triggered. Um, so with that said, if you've got really strong credit, then you're going to be eligible for the better rates. And if you've got bad credit, um, you know, other blemishes on there, the, the, the opposite can happen. So that's uh, number one, without, without a question, uh, personal credit. That's what the underwriters are looking at first. Um, secondly, while we don't ask for this and most um, agencies and underwriters don't ask for this, strong personal or business financial statements can help. And I know, just like you mentioned, Dennis, most people in your, in your course, these are new businesses, most people applying for a freight broker bond, you're not going to have business financials if you're a brand new business in most cases. But with that said, it's possible to have dinged up credit due to medical issues or whatever it may be, but actually have strong personal financials, whether it be you know liquid cash in, in the bank or other uh, liquid investments. If, if, if your credit, if you know your credit's going through a few issues and you're applying for a bond, but you've got a strong personal financial statement, proactively provide that to the underwriter. And uh, that can be uh, something that impacts uh, your price. And the, the third thing I wanted to cover with regards to price is industry experience. This one's not nearly weighted as heavily as, as, uh, as credit in those first two items, but in, if you're in between tiers with an underwriter, you've got kind of credit that's at that, at that borderline, Have, having experience in the industry, relevant experience, particularly if you've had a freight brokerage before or worked closely with a freight broker and you have years of experience, um, if you could demonstrate that, that's something that can be, be favorable as well. So those are the biggest factors that our underwriters are going to review when they're determining what price to offer to an individual applicant. I will say kind of like I, I started this, this section off with, a lot of people want to know what an estimate of what this is going to cost. Personally, you know, being an entrepreneur, my, entrepreneur myself, having to go through startup costs to get up and running. If it's me and I'm starting a business and I know there's a range on one of my checklist items of $900 to $9,000, you you want to get an actual quote. There's co there's cost calculators out there, but they can be misleading and they're, they're relying on what you're saying your credit is. And, and in reality, in, the bond underwriters are doing insurance underwriting algorithms, which may be a little different from what you're seeing online. And uh, I'd hate to see someone go out there, think they're going to pay a thousand bucks a year, and then the quote comes back at 5,000 or more. Your best bet, if you're serious about starting this business, is to go ahead and get a free quote. You could do it through Lance Surety. Uh, you know, Dennis and I were talking earlier about the uh, the link, which is freightbrokerbootcamp.com slash bond slash B-O-N-D. And we've got a unique uh, one-page application, very simple and straightforward. It takes about 30 to 60 seconds to complete. And we can get you a free no-obligation quote. And we'll let, you know, we'll let you know, not an estimate, but exactly uh, what this is going to cost. And our quotes are valid for anywhere from 30 to 60 days. And on occasions, we can, we can get extensions on those as well if you need more time to get started. But um, I wanted to reiterate how important it is to actually find out what these costs are going to be. Because if you get to the 11th hour, and and you check off every item on there you invest time and money and then your last item is that bond and then you go apply and find out that you can't afford it um it, that, that can cause some headache and uh some heartache for individuals and we've seen that happen so be proactive and don't don't, don't rely on those online ballpark estimates get, get yourself a free quote yeah um, what i see from students in most cases because you know they'll give me a lot of feedback on what their bond cost was after getting started up and i see the range 
usually the the range is usually somewhere between a thousand twelve hundred up to around 3000. That's really consistent. Now there are outliers where it's five or six or $8,000, but the majority of them fall somewhere in that, you know, thousand to 2000 to maybe 2,500 range. And you know, that's where the bulk of them come in. But again, you know, if you're looking to get this started, this is going to be by far your largest cost item for, for checking that box and getting your authority. Of course, you know, you're going to have ancillary costs for load boards and, hiring people and whatever else you do with sales and marketing costs or whatever you're doing there. But, but you definitely want to shop around. And that's part of the reason why I had Vic on, because I, I know that, you know, from feedback from past students, from the vetting that I've done online, making sure that, you know, that he's been doing this for a long time. He's, again, he's been doing it over a decade. I wanted to put this together as a way to try to help you guys, um, you know, just make sure that you're getting the best coverage and the best rates. And so that's why I had Vic on today. And and that's why I'm glad you're here because if you go to freightbrokerbootcamp.com forward slash bond, here's what's going to happen. You're going to see an application, a simple application. You fill it out. I'm going to be totally transparent with you guys in the event that, um, you know, you guys choose uh, Lamp Surety Bond for your bonding. Um, you know, we, we have a referral relationship where they'll pay like an affiliate fee for that. But here's my promise to you. I want to be totally transparent with you guys about that. But here's my promise to you. In the event that, that, um, that we're compensated at all for anything that you guys do with Lancerity Bond. Number one, it's not going to cost you any more. And number two, um, I'm going to reinvest that all that money back into the program itself. So we're going to reinvest that back into enhancing the training, enhancing the software, enhancing the systems, enhancing everything. It's not going to go in my pocket. It's going to go right back into the Freight Broker Bootcamp community. So um, that's my promise to you. But if you guys want to check that out, check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com forward slash bond. Okay, that's all you got to do. Okay, everybody, that was part one of my interview with a freight broker bonding expert. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned for part two, where we're going to pick up where we left off. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.